Hi there, my name is Marsha, and you're listening to Marsha and her mic. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to my podcast, and I'm always, always very grateful for your interest and for you clicking on that button. Today, I would like to touch on something a little bit uh, more personal, not personal, personal, but yeah, personal. Anyway, but um, it's something that I've been watching a lot on television, which is Love Triangles. Uh, admittedly, I watch a lot of Korean dramas and many of the shows that I've watched featured some form of love triangle. Even if it is not the main focus on the show, it had some element of uh, some sort of a love struggle. And it made me question why. So, yep, so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And um, I'm sure some of us me included, have been in a love triangle before, and yeah, and we wonder why, how, what's the definition? So what's the difference between real life and uh, <clears throat> fictional love triangles? Uh, Personally, I think people fall for or become addicted to love triangles in dramas because it sucks in real life. If you've ever been in one, you'll know it is an emotional roller coaster that hurts the people involved and sometimes more. And that could be some trauma, physical fights, loud arguments, and maybe even long-lasting effects on how you view certain people for the rest of your life. Uh, don't count the broken plates and the broken television and, you know, uh, divorces and I don't know. But based on what I found, there are a couple of common types of love triangles, okay? So the first one is between friends or family members because obviously we mingle around the same circle, you know, and become attached or get to know each other a lot a lot a lot better uh, as time goes on and then the second type is with couples in a relationship whether it is the man or the woman caught in between the triangle yeah and the third one is with teenagers who are still learning about the world around them none of these are easy to deal with deal with honestly it involves first of all three or more people Everyone's hurt. Sometimes there are no explanations. It's confusing as hell. There, there, there are no right answers. And the funny thing is, or well, not so funny, uh, is that even when they think they have the right answer, they still want to salvage everything. Right? They can become selfish and want all parties to understand their need to maintain the love triangle if possible. Peacefully. And I find that absolutely kind of funny not in a funny way well personally so far i've i only know of three marriages that have accepted the triangle and moved on with life with or without the love triangle in the picture they either reached an agreement to oust one person from the the equation or they keep the love triangle alive because Neither one of them can live without the other, you know. 
while reading, not none of that is uh, wrong. Okay, there's no right or wrong answer, and I would like you to keep that in mind because everyone's situation in everyone's lives, uh, you know, different. We've not walked uh, an inch in the shoes of others, so yeah, let's not judge. But while reading a up on um, love triangles, I found something really interesting. There was there's this author of a blog post, and he thought that most modern love triangles are not love triangles, not triangles at all. Well, he got really mathematical about this. They they called love V's, as in the letter V, which means A loves B, but B loves C. Okay, so think about that. So that means A loves B, but B loves C. That makes a, the letter V and not a triangle. A real love triangle should be, well, a triangle, which means A loves B and B loves C and C loves A, you know. Or it could be um, A could have two suitors, which is B and C, which makes a triangle. You know, well, without diving too much into the math of it all, the, the author suggested that you know love triangles amongst hetero heterosexual beings do not actually exist. Search it up and think about it. It's like food for thought, you know. And if you really like to think about the psychology behind it, uh, it's got so much going on. And yeah, but the thing with love triangles is that we love the drama of it all. When it's not happening to us, to us that is, we watch it on television, we read it in books, we gossip about celebrities based on what's published in the newspapers and the magazines and the likes. But obviously, we don't like it happening to us, of course. But a poll shows that thirty-three percent of Americans who participated in a survey have experienced at least once of being in a love triangle. Thirty-three percent, which makes a third. Right, that's quite a lot of Americans. Uh, well, the question was: Have you ever had two people compete for your affection, or were you one of two people who had to compete for the same person's affection? So these people answered yes. The not so surprising thing is that more than forty-five percent of those who were involved in a love triangle were aged between eighteen and twenty-four. It's not surprising. We suggest that the younger you are, the higher the chances of you being in a love triangle. It makes kind of makes sense, you know. But I would, however, question the revelation that only about twenty six percent of those between the age of forty five to fifty four have ever found themselves in such a love triangle. I I don't know. Uh, it mm, something to think about. <laughs> Well, I'm a pretty curious person, so I've always tried to find the why for things that I come come you know uh, I read about and stuff like that. And um, similarly, I try to come uh, to to find you know the reason why love triangles happen, but I cannot find it. I've tried to search up on the reasons why it happens, and. Uh, Nothing came up. So let me share my experiences with you 
um, and I'm just gonna summarize it. It's really short in it. It's in like in a point form. So elaborate on it or share with me, add to it, disagree with me if you want it. But I think it's because of, you know, number one, immaturity. Is it could be because of fickle mindedness. It could be a mistake. Could be because of loneliness. Because of boredom. Well, wrong judgment, the excitement or the thrill of the chase, and maybe it's because of insecurity. I've on, I've been on different sides of the, tri- the the triangle. When I was younger, I've been at the center of the triangle, uh, whereby um, two different persons uh, vie for my attention, and as a divorcee, I was the ousted one, with which means that I was taken out of the love triangle. So when I say immaturity or fickle mindedness, maybe it is in reference to younger people. Like when I could not decide if I liked John's handsome and athletic image or Joe's caring, attentive attitude towards me. When it comes to boredom, thrill or insecurity, maybe it has something to more to do with people who are already either with another person, be it in in a real long-term relationship or in a marriage. So I guess we can conclude that nobody's really found a reason why love triangles happen. And well, I don't know, maybe that's why it's so intriguing, right? <laughs> it's been written about so much. But um, the closest reason I found was that love triangles happen when you or your friend, let's just say, you know, uh, assume, happen to like the same person. And despite knowing that you both have a crush on the same guy or girl, you're both going to do your best to vie for his or her attention. That's going to put a strain on your relationship, but you're good friends. You're good enough and the love's not too deep. And that could be this girl or guy code between you that decide may the best girl or guy win. May the best girl or man win. <laughs> I think it's just more like a guy thing. Girls, I think, will get into a cat fight. Uh, but let's be real about it. But <laughs> well, another another reason for love triangles could be the fact that you're actually not committed to one person, but just casually keeping things open between two people who are not aware of each other. Uh, you don't know who to pick. You are confused and you're you're thinking, why not? You could be dating multiple people, in fact, in an, in open relationships. Maybe that's what you're thinking. And that's not what the other person is thinking. And, uh, of course, the other more serious reason for love triangles that I think about is infidelity. This is when a married person decides to have an affair or develop feelings for someone who is not their partner or spouse. Typical, but uh, well, TV makes love triangles look romantic, you know, but it's a real pain in the ass and traumatic in real life. <laughs> Although sometimes I wonder why writers of dramas and movies like to add this love triangles into the into the plot lines. I guess forbidden love open close uh quote part of the story makes it interesting i guess you know but i I could tell you that when it happens to you in real life it hits you like a ton of truck 
and that uh, leaves you like mush flesh on on the pavement. Someone's got to scrape you off of it. Hmm. Not fun. Some scientists and researchers, however, believe that the competition for affection brings about, I think, much more than thrill and excitement of wanting something that you may not have, and unrequited love, forbidden love. It heightens the desire to win that person over, no matter what. But here's where the human flaw is. Reality don't match our expectations. After all the excitement of chasing something that we may never have, the thrill will wear off. The stress conflict will come into the picture. In dramas, it reflects what human beings are like at the bottom of it all. For example, some people like competing for attention for the attention of the same person their brother is interested in because winning feels good. It's fun to win. And it's okay to lose to your brother or friend, right? So they get over the unreciprocated feeling pretty quickly. It's a race. It's a competition. It's the win that they're after. And then, on the other side of the spectrum... There are people who love to be at the center of attention. Feeling like you're being fought over is like a power trip. I mean, it must feel great to see people fighting for your attention, right? It increases your self-confidence level and it gives you the ultimate ego boost. In both situations, we're not seeing things right because we're not looking at the consequences. What happens when you lose the trust of your brother or your best friend? Can you handle losing your cousin because of a girl for the rest of your life? And think about this word, betrayal. It's a big word, a massive emotion, an earth-shattering experience. It means you're willing to compromise the dynamic of your relationship with your friends or your loved ones and jeopardize their feelings because of the thrill that is not going to last forever. And so what if you win? What happens to your relationship with your best friend or your the other person then? Was it worth it? Is it going to be normal again after everything? This I would like to repeat to those who are actually either either addicted to or attracted to being in a love triangle. Um, does it drain you? Is it worth it? More importantly, will it ever be worth it? So I'm going to reveal myself on two parts here. Uh, one part is me as someone who has been cheated on. And then uh, the other part as me, the cheater. <laughs> So this will set up the premise of, you know, how to deal with love triangles when you're in the middle of one. First of all, identify the role we're playing in this triangle. Are we the ones whose affection others are vying for or are we the ones who, um, one or two or more people who are vying for uh, a person's affection, which means we are uh, two people vying for one person's um affections 
So I won't deny this, but the first thing that we experience is a deep sense of everything. Anger, regret, thoughts of violence, fear, shame, guilt, confusion, and lots of other emotions that might seem to be emerging throughout the day, you know, uh, toppling over each other as they surface. So the first thing most experts would advise is to sit down to think about it. Mostly to dig deeper into what transpired and what you want your next steps to be. What are your priorities? What do you want to straighten out? What kind of objectives do you have? Where do you want to be next? I think that's really, really important you know, to think about it. And the second part is even harder, which is discuss it. <laughs> this could be one of the most unpleasant experiences in your life. Trust me on this one, but I think it needs to happen. You know, uh, you, you have to be open and honest about your feelings, even if it's really affecting you. Um, if everyone in the love triangle knows what's going on, sit down and talk about it. If not face-to-face, -face, at the very least over the phone. Don't resort to messaging or posting cryptic social media posts, which will more often than not make things even more complicated, especially when other parties who, are, who do not play a part in this triangle when they get involved, you know. Involve only those whom you think has the capacity to give you, you know, support and good sound advice. If you're confused about how to move forward and what you want to achieve in this end game, consulting with someone professional is a good idea. It's also good to sit down with your thoughts about relationships and what your role is. You know, sometimes you think, um, yeah, um, you know, the guilt will bring you down memory lane and then you'll think about things that you have done that could have possibly cost your partner to cheat or you could or if you are on the other end of the spectrum you could be thinking like oh okay i shouldn't have gotten into this relationship in the first place because that's not what i'm looking for and now i regret it stuff like that so you need to sit down and think about it and yeah uh ultimately you need to get things moving if there's one thing that I really don't recommend, it would be like dwelling on the why, because there is most of the time no clear answer. Instead, think about the relationship and consider your options. It's important to remember that you do not have to stay, even when you're in love. You could be in love with your partner and um, he or she is treating you perfectly fine, despite the love triangle, you might be thinking about staying. Yeah, you don't have to leave either. The choice is yours, depending on what the desired outcome is. And it, don't let anybody judge you on that. The most important thing to remember is this. You're the most important person in this equation for you. You have choices, and when you decide, it has to be the best thing you can do for yourself. And I know it's easy to fall into the victim mode if you're not the one who initiated the love triangle, but it's a psychological position that will ultimately cause more harm than good. What I found powerful is to give yourself the permission to feel powerful. 
whatever your decision may be. And sometimes some people fall into the trap of going on a thought cycle of shoulds and would have beens. You know, I find that very hurtful, uh, and it brings it, it brings us nowhere closer to the outcome that we want. Love is not logical. If you think about it, there is no right or wrong when you love someone, even if you're the one who initiated the love triangle. So, but last and not least, if this love triangle involves physical, sexual, and emotional abuse, it's a whole different story. Things are about to get serious. The answer for me, at least, will be to leave. And if you cannot leave, seek help. Sometimes, I get it. You you don't want authorities involved. And calling the police is not what you imagine your life to be like. So call a family member or a friend or a healthcare provider, because this is a crisis that needs outside intervention. Because your life is in danger, do not hesitate to reach out because it can save your life and give you a new lease on life. That's it for me for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening this far. You're a superstar to me, as usual. You're like the light of my life when you listen to what I have to say. As trivial as it sounds, it's important to me. It's my mission. Please bear in mind that whatever I've said here are purely based on my research and personal experiences. You should consult a professional because I am not a qualified professional. However, I hope you had some trinkets of uh, useful in- info to get you going, and I will continue to think about why we are also fixated with love triangles in fiction. <laughs> so, till next episode, it's ta-ta for me for now. Have an amazing journey ahead. Bye. <laughs>